Welcome back to Nesting with the Early Birds. Today is a new day, and with it comes the possibility of a fresh start or a new leaf. My next guest is a professional in helping you live your life in alignment with your values, which will profoundly impact and influence those around you. She has studied law in England, and her legal career spanned almost three decades. She has worked as a litigator, a corporate attorney, and a derivatives legal counsel. She has a supportive husband and three fantastic children, is an active member in her local church, and is amazingly a life coach. She believes in supporting you in your personal journey to unearth, rediscover, and rekindle your dreams and passions empowering you to embark on living your life as you have always wanted it to be. Ladies and listeners, please welcome my next guest, River Life Coaching's Jenny Toe. Hi, Shannon. Wow, what an introduction. Uh, do I have to say anything more? <laughs> I was listening to what you said. I'm like, wow, is that me? I think that's what a lot of women uh, go through. They they don't re- really recognize their accomplishments. And then when I hear you you know, give me that, that short and sweet introduction, I realize that, wow, I've done a lot in my life. But you know, if you were to tell me, you know, Jenny, you're successful, I would actually cringe a little like hmm, okay you know I don't feel that <laughs> successful but hearing what you said wow I've gone through a lot <laughs> I know your resume is amazing I feel like I'm speaking to superwoman <laughs> <laughs> we're all ordinary superwoman I would say because we do so much for the people we love for for the community uh, that we belong in yeah Yeah, that is so interesting how you said all of us kind of feel like we're imposters right like we're not really that good And really, you know, we're the best that we can be in that position at the time, you know, like I'm the best mom for my kids, I think. (laughs) Yes. And and you are the best mom for your kids because you're their mom. You know, they were given to you for that reason. Right. So I think in this day and age, we tend to spend a lot of time comparing ourselves. Mm -hmm. I just had another conversation with another uh, podcast host about what we see on social media. It's not just affecting our youth our teenagers it's also affecting us you know like uh, Shannon when you go on social media you see everyone's like really smiling uh, everything looks good their, their family looks perfect and then you look at yours and you're like what happened to you guys <laughs> right right exactly because people only post the highlights of their life right they're not posting all the lows that they have every day you know Yes, yes. And and I like what you do, this this podcast for busy moms. And like you said, you know, you give them, you know, really practical advice, encouragement for them to take away with because all of us struggle with having so much on our plate all the time. But do we actually take the time to ensure that we ourselves are taken care of? Right. That is a good point. And as a life coach, do you feel like uh you're able to help people like busy moms where they're not exactly sure what their next step should be. Is that some of the clients that you might see? Yeah, so I do coach quite a lot of uh, working moms and, and some of them are, actually most of them are younger than me. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm actually turning uh, 48 this year. Yay, so, congratulations. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. So that's, <laughs> so that's my age. So a lot of my clients are possibly in the mid-20s all the way to the 40s as well. Mm-hmm. So they have families or they might be considering of settling down and starting a family. And at the same time, they're thinking, okay, I'm in a good place in my career will I have to sacrifice my career in order to have a good family life? So these are the questions that come up. And, and for those who are, have, who are having 
uh, good careers or in the middle of their careers, they take time to think like, hmm, this is really taking up a lot of my time. Is my mm-hmm. family suffering? So those are the difficult questions that, that people ask and, and seek support from coaches like me. Um, I don't have all the answers. Of course, what, what I work with with my clients is to help them discover what their priorities are, what really matters to them and you know how best to live into those priorities. Because a lot of times we might find ourselves running on a treadmill, you know, and, and just keeping going and, and so afraid to step off it, to step off the treadmill, mm-hmm. to take some time to pause and to reflect on, on this. Is this where we want our lives to be? So coaching provides that safe space for you to step off that treadmill to reevaluate your life. And if you come out of it saying, hey, actually my life is in a pretty good place, that's good affirmation, right? So the next time you hit a stressful time, you said, you know, I remember talking about this and I am in a good place. This is just one hump in that, you know, long journey that I have. Right, right. Would you say that... Um coaching is different than counseling? Yes, good good point there. Um, counseling um, and coaching, we th- these two modalities help people. Counseling is more of dealing with an emotional issue, whether it's an emotional pain, emotional hurt, or even something that's a bit cr- more chronic that, that came up in your childhood or in your earlier years, and you want to heal and recover from it. Whereas for coaching, you may be in a good place right now, but you could be stuck on a particular issue, or you, know, you feel that you want to get better something so coaching yes we do spend a bit of time looking back like where did this come from what what experience has caused you to feel this way it is always forward looking so Mm -hmm. so actually the counselor the therapist and the coach can work together you know you can heal from your emotional pain and from there the coach will help you once you are healing to help you move forward in what you want your life to look like in a better place It's almost like if you were a baseball coach and you would work with the physical therapist and you would work with the occupational therapist and everybody has their little job to play. Do you feel like, uh, well, actually, I have a question from somebody on Facebook, if you're willing to answer it. Sure. Her name is Christine Holt Fix, and she said, I need all their advice, especially the magic unicorn of how to balance work and home. I notice some weeks I'm all into work, others I'm all into home life. How do you compartmentalize home and work? Okay, that's that's a good question. So it's a bit hard for me to answer specifically because I don't know what her work is like and I don't sure, know what yeah. her home, <laughs> home is like. Does she have one kid? Does she have five kids? So, you know, there are different dynamics. It's, does her work allow her to have, you know, shift timing, flexibility in timing? So these are all the, the considerations. So that's why, Shannon, it's very hard to say that, oh, what's work-life balance? What's a successful career look like to you? Because everyone's different. But but to answer this, this uh, um, list, question is Mm -hmm. find out what type of flexibility you can have in your work routine because uh, I I think she's working at home that's why that's like some days it's all work and some days it's all home Mm -hmm. and see how you can uh, schedule pockets of time for the family so it also depends on how old her kids are if uh, her kids are just a bit older you can actually carve out that special time to say that mommy's busy right now but from two o'clock onwards you know I have that special one hour with you so kids Mm -hmm. like to know the routine right they, they may say mm-hmm. that no mom you know don't ask me to do this and that but actually they find safety and security in routine 
So if you manage their expectations to say that like, I'll be with you from 2 to 3 p.m., you know, for now, I, I cannot spend time with you. So at least they know. And it's also important to hold on to your word. So come 2 p.m. <laughs> by hook mm-hmm. or by crook, you need to unplug from your computer and be there for your child. So the first thing is for uh, this, this lady to reevaluate her work schedule, whether she can have some flexibility and how to structure family time in there. On days when it just seems chaotic and you can't, you know, schedule those times in that manner, it's okay. That's mm-hmm. life, you know, mm-hmm. just, just tell yourself, it's okay. Today I had a messy day. It's fine. At the end of the day, if you look at it, uh, hopefully a profession doesn't include life and death. No one died, right? Right. <laughs> in <a day>. so, <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's not so critical sometimes we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to say oh I didn't get this done right and it's almost like a life and death situation but if you take yourself back so what I had a messy day at the end of the day if I look at my daughter you know does she feel loved yeah mm-hmm. she does so that mm-hmm. day in itself is a success right because you know your kids know that you love them so messiness is fine on, on good days try and structure time where you can really remain focused on your work and, and we can't be focused on work 24 hours a day you know that's not how our brain is cut out so have those break times as well and then when you have those break times see whether it's for you to spend time with yourself or it's for you to tend to some chores or it's for you to spend time with your kids so mm-hmm. I guess for her to take stock, what is a successful, what does a successful day for her look like and how to replicate that or at least uh, maintain some consistency there. Mm -hmm. It sounds like scheduling is so important for all of the things, like you were saying, personal time, family time. Scheduling just seems like it's a real key to success there. Yes. So on, on the top of that, there is also that flexibility to go with the flow. However, if mm-hmm. you don't schedule, then you know your priorities get overlooked because we tend just by nature to tend to the urgent, but at most times not important. It's because people bombard you with things that are urgent and you don't pause to say, okay, it's urgent for that person, but is re- is it really that urgent because sometimes people push you to do something that is such a good point (laughs) and and you just feel pressured but if you pause and if you feel you know you're justified to say no I'll look at it at the end of today because you know it's not really that important that it gets done by the next hour right but sometimes if we don't pause to reflect on whether we can actually push the timeline away we just get swept up with all the urgent and if you don't schedule the important things in they will be overlooked Mm-hmm. That is so great. And especially as a mom and you have, you have three children, right? Yes. Yes. They're, they're older yeah. now. Yeah. Well, you did it. You survived. So that's great. <laughs> You've got all the wisdom. <laughs> no, I have teenagers now. So oh, man, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so I've, I've survived the, you know, the, the, the physical exhaustion of having, you know, babies and, and toddlers. My girls were quite close in terms of years. They were only 16 months apart. So when they were young, they were young together. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not as bad mm-hmm. as having twins or triplets, but you know, how, how tiring that is. So moving yes. into the teenage years is more emotionally and mentally challenging. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so that's another, you know, journey altogether. Oh man. Yeah. I can't even, I'm going to have four teenagers at the same time too. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm going to do. I'm going to be calling you and be like, Jenny, I need to know. We, we could do an episode on, on teenagers and then right. write together. <laughs> that sounds excellent. I think that sounds great. So what would you say, Jenny, is your favorite thing about being a coach right now? 
the ability to connect with people, even though like for, for example, with you, Shannon, let's just say we're working together. You are the other part of the world. I'm here. But because of technology, it's the ability to connect and I can provide you that safe space where you can speak freely, you know, speak what's in your mind without being judged. And I find that it, it's so it's so humbling for me to be able to step in and support that person at that point in need. I recognize that I cannot help everyone. I mean, a lot of coaches feel that they want to help everyone. That's just not possible because, mm-hmm. you know, there are people who wouldn't resonate with who I am. But to, to those who really feel that they have a connection with me, it's just so amazing to see that person suddenly have that light bulb, you know, in a, in a head turned on like, oh, Jenny, I had the answer all along. It's just that I didn't have time to, you know, open up and, mm-hmm. and see what my own inner resource and inner strength is. So it's so beautiful when, when someone says, you know, before I spoke to you three months ago, I was so stuck. I was so lost. Now, you know, I see a way forward and I know where to go. And I know the road is still long, but at least I have these tools, these this resources to know that I can do it. And recently I coached someone who had difficulty to look at herself in the mirror and say, I am wow. strong. Wow. And now she can look herself in the mirror and say, I am strong and really believe in it. So I, I know to some people that sounds simple, but this lady was struggling with, you know, saying I am strong. And mm-hmm. now she can look in the mirror and say, I am strong. And oh, that's so beautiful. It's a small thing, but yeah, it's, it's a big shift. It's giving me goosebumps as I share this as well. Well, so much stems out of our self-esteem. I've been learning that basically all 2021 is how either detrimental or helpful your self-esteem can be and just how much feeds into that, you know? Yes. And, and it's also, again, uh, unfortunately, you know, with all the social media that's out there, that really affects your self-esteem. Because if you look on Instagram or TikTok, everyone shows their funniest side, their nicest side. And, and especially if you're a teenager growing up, you're thinking, I'm not like that. So is there something wrong with me? Mm. So a healthy self-esteem is actually accepting yourself for who you are, like what you said earlier, uh, who you are like right now, you know, mm-hmm. we're all great as as we are right now yes we recognize that there are areas that we need to grow in but don't beat up ourselves for you know where we are at right now just appreciate accept and love ourselves for you know who we are right now sounds simple right Shannon right right of course it sounds simple (laughs) it's very difficult in practice you know when you're trying to put on some pants and they don't fit anymore or (laughs) you see pictures that somebody took of you and you're like that doesn't even look like me or maybe you're just failing as a mom that day you just you know you feel like you're failing it's really hard to remember that you know you're worth something sometimes you know Yes. And then a simple exercise for you to do is that you imagine your what you're going through right now as something that your best friend, someone you really love is mm. going through as well. What would you say to her? So like you said, you know, your best friend's trying on her trousers. She just had a baby. It can't fit. Would you say, oh, damn, you're fat. You right. wouldn't say that, right? <laughs> but, but you would say that to yourself, Shannon, right? Oh, 100%. 100%. If you think, okay, let's just say I'm your best friend and I can't, I'm struggling to fit in my old pre-pregnancy clothes. Would you say, you know, Jenny, you got to go on a diet. No, you would say that, Jenny, you're mom now. Look at your beautiful baby. You will get your, you know, pre-pregnancy weight back. Right now, you just need to rest, enjoy mm-hmm. baby, you know, take mm-hmm. time out for yourself. You know, it will, and, and you will, help her right Mm -hmm. so that's we're so it's so easy for most of us to practice empathy on others but then Mm -hmm. for yourself 
you know, you're very harsh. You're, you're like the, the critical judge when it comes to yourself. So a simple exercise is try and take yourself out of that particular situation and think that if my best friend whom I love is going through that, what would I say to her? And then you mm. say it. And then when you listen to that sound advice that you're giving to your best friend, think about it. Why can't I say that to myself? An experiment mm. saying that to yourself. It's going to be hard. You're going to feel awkward. Look at yourself in the mirror and say that to yourself. Really right. look at yourself with love and say that to yourself. And it's like, okay, so, you know, I'm a bit chubby here. It's all right, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I've, I've got a good life. So eventually, you know, I will exercise, get my weight back. And, you know, in the big picture of things, does it really matter that I, I cannot fit in this pair of trousers right now? Right, right. Do you feel like women, I mean, you coach men and women, correct? Yes, yes. Do I you do. feel like women have a harder time with, um, you know, like, having self-empathy than men generally? I think men are more uh, solution-driven. So I don't know how it is with your husband. If I were to tell something that I'm going through, at times I just want to vent and have him listen. So in the mm -hmm. earliest years of our marriage, he, he would listen and offer a solution. And I mm -hmm. felt that I'm not understood because I didn't want a solution. I just want to be heard. So right. a lot of times men are more solution-focused. So I think they will feel inadequate if, if someone poses a problem and they can't come up with a solution straight away. So when I coach them, is also to understand, you know, where is that desire to always provide a, a solution coming mm -hmm. from? Why do they need to fix everything? Mm -hmm. So it's for them also to learn that at times, you know, you just have to practice a bit more empathy. And, and if the person needs just a listening ear, just be there to offer a listening ear. So I think for women, we, we are always more relationship-based. So we always like to know what's going on with the other person and how we can help. And that goes, when it goes to the other extreme, we find that we are draining ourselves dry because we keep helping, we keep helping, but we mm -hmm. forgot to look after the one who's helping, which is oh, ourselves. Man, that's totally true. And it, do you feel like uh, that's what a lot of the working moms struggle with is time for themselves? Yes, because, you know, you have to show up at work, you have to show up as a mom, you have to show up as a wife, and then a daughter, you know, and for your friends. And after that, you know, do you really have time for yourself, Shannon? So it's right. also important where, you know, we tie back to scheduling, depending on whether you're a morning person or a night owl, do make sure you have that pocket of time for yourself to do yeah. something you like. It doesn't have to be, we always say that, oh, we don't have time to go for, you know, long massage or take a right. long bath. <laughs> It doesn't have busy moms. Yeah, I know. I totally know what it went. Bath? What's, what's a long soak in the bath? When, when did that last happen? You don't have time for that. Right. But even if you have time for a five minute shower, really enjoy taking the shower. And if mm. you have time for a nice hot cup of tea, really enjoy that cup of tea. Don't rush through it. You know, if it's five minutes, you know, uh, you know, if your children are fully occupied, it's fine to take that five minutes off for yourself. Mm -hmm. And you're right. Just it sounds like, oh, well, just five minutes, but it really is hard to just relax sometimes, isn't it? Yes, because our mind is always thinking, okay, what's next on my to do list? What do I have to tackle, you know, while you're having your tea? So, you know, a good practice is really be present by, you know, use, leveraging on your five senses. So you're holding your hot cup of tea, 
sense of touch, you know, the, the cup feels hot. So enjoy that heat. And then sense of smell, the aroma of the tea scent, you know, what, what smell is that? So as you're doing that, your mind will quieten down and it won't be like, oh, you know, I forgot to put, you know, Lauren's laundry in, in, the, in the wash right. and things like Because you're bringing yourself back to the cup of tea and then the taste of the tea, you know, the nice texture of the cup, what color is the cup and things like that. So if you do that, you'll notice that 30 seconds, one minute has passed. And if you pause and, and just take a deep breath, you find that your mind has quietened and you've slowed down and somehow you've regained uh, you know, some form of being more centered. So it only takes that amount of time. You don't have to say, oh, Jenny, I don't have time for 30 minutes of yoga. It's great if you have 30 minutes of yoga, but if you mm -hmm. don't, just leverage on your five senses. You know, if you have a nice shawl that's soft and you like to touch, just go ahead and touch that fabric and really feel that fabric. All this is just trying to get you to be more present in the moment. And then when you're more present in the moment, all this noise in your head will quieten down. Oh, that's so beautiful. I feel like you've given me so many tips on my own life. Like I've learned <laughs> that there's scheduling, but also understanding what is urgent. So basically don't react to things like you should be able to respond to them. And then also the five senses and slowing down, like moms out there listening to this, this is some good stuff. This is great stuff. <laughs> Let me, uh, okay. So I actually do have another question from a woman on Facebook, if you don't mind. Sure. She wants to know what kind of people do you coach? Would you say it's more working moms? Is it all kinds of people? Uh, mainly, I am passionate about helping women. So yes, uh, because of my circle and my network is mainly working moms. However, lately, I've been coaching people, women who are starting up their own businesses. So because oh. I, I think it resonates with my journey, you know, I've been in a, a corporate life, and I'm now running my own coaching practice. I've been coaching women who says that, okay, I've come to this point that I want to run my own business, how do I go about doing it? So it's, it's more encouraging them to find the reason behind them wanting to run their business. So Shannon, when you connect with the purpose, your true purpose of wanting to do whatever you want to do, mm. it keeps you centered. It's like your compass. So yes, the journey is not easy. Starting your own business is not easy. Changing jobs is not easy. Becoming a mother is not easy. However, if you really center in yourself, like what is my purpose as a mom? You know, what, what do I see myself as? Mm -hmm. How do I see myself as a mother? If you really anchor that as your purpose, it'll keep you centered. No matter what, what people say to you, you know you're on the right track. So, so think about your purpose as your, your mm -hmm. center. So yes, I, I coach uh, women and I, I coach men as well. I, I just think that women tend to resonate with me more. Not that you know men don't come to me for coaching. It's just that naturally, it's just that connection, right, Shannon? You don't oh, yeah. connect well with everyone. I know you're a very likable person. I'm sure there are people <laughs> out there who, who may I'm not you know, like, like you as much. <laughs> So it's fine. It's fine. So I would say that, yes, I can coach anyone all over the world because of Zoom. That's that's the fantastic part in technology. Yeah. The fact that we are speaking together is yeah. great. It's just that, you know, just, just ask yourself, you know, in my support network, do I have a coach? Uh, and if you don't, consider, you know, working with one wherever you are because it's amazing to have that person partner with you, help you mm -hmm. stay accountable and just, you know, acknowledge you for your successes and be there when you feel that you've fallen down a bit and then, and then you know, to, to encourage you to get up again. 
Yeah. And yes. And I read the reviews on your website. My goodness, you guys, like (laughs) when some people say, here's some reviews, they might put like three. This lady has had like a million reviews and they're all just fantastic. And they're all from around the world. Like when you were talking about connecting with me here, you know, we're in different countries and there's at least four countries on your review sheet. I mean, yes, that's awesome. Yes, that, that's yeah. So, so that's the, the, the beauty of, of technology. And, and these people were referred to me by friends. So it's always, you know, you build that trust and rapport and, and I believe in remaining authentic. So how I'm showing up with you today, Shannon, is how I am at home and how mm-hmm. I am professionally as well. That That's also something to consider. So I coach people on their personal brand. It's not like to get a marketing gimmick or, you know, branding profile and things mm-hmm. like that. It's just mm-hmm. connecting again with who you truly are as a person what are your core values and what what are your strengths and you know if you don't live your life aligned with your core values how would that look like you feel very uneasy you feel that something's not quite right and we we Mm -hmm. will go through that and discover you know how to then align your life back with your values oh wow so if somebody were interested jenny in having you be their coach how would they get in touch with you Okay, so my website is www.riverlifecoaching.com or you can do a Google search. I did a Google search recently. It's not too bad. It's up there on the first page. <laughs> so River Life Coaching, it will come up. I mean, there are other River Life uh, coach stuff, but I, you see River Life Coaching, you see Jenny Toe. So Jenny Toe is a T-O-H, J-E-N-N-Y-T-O-H on LinkedIn, on Facebook. Uh, I also have an Instagram account. So you can't go wrong. Jenny Toe, River life coaching do a google and i know shannon you've put my links in your show notes. yes i will i think we're in a good place of you know how to find me oh that's excellent jenny you rocked it i feel like you had so many gems to give to the women today i just wanted to thank you so much for coming on you were a rock star oh thank you shannon it's it's been really fun uh doing this recording and i'm excited let's let's see how we can do one on teenagers be, us being both teenage uh, moms parenting teenagers <laughs> yes i'm gonna be like i'm a smoker now like <laughs> it'd be yes. great no i appreciate yeah. it thank you so much jenny thank you thank you everybody for coming back to nesting with the early birds and hearing my conversation with river life coaching's Jenny Toe. You can find her at all of the links. I'm going to put them inside my show notes. And remember, you can also review, subscribe, and like my podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your services. Thank you so much for coming back to Nesting with the Early Birds. And remember, God totally loves you all the time.